0: we're back hello welcome welcome back to another episode of life with lamb wow i haven't picked up a mic in a while but i've been you know chipping away in the background we're very excited very humbled appreciate you if you're listening right now um kevin we've got kevin vo in the studio uh president of dsa what more is there to really unpack i guess um nah you know what i'll take you through the episode this is the point of the intro um Kevin, 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 huge sport guy. We sort of dive into his career in the AFL. Huge, huge, huge high-performing athlete. Uh, sort of dropped it just because of COVID and everything. But we talk about like how he grew as a person coming up through the system as an Asian player as well. Pretty rare. Um, we talk about how he was a bit of a menace in the, back in the day. Uh, used to invest a lot of his energies into, I guess, School extracurricular activities and that sort of translated into the way that he's held himself. um, I guess growing up, involved himself in lots of leadership programs and likes to take initiative in those sorts of spaces. We talk about the benefits and how that's helped him grow as a person. Uh, He's currently on uni break, just focusing on himself. Uh, Kevin's really learned how to set his own boundaries, and we sort of talk about that and how important that is in his life, and I guess what the future holds for him. I hope you enjoy this episode, hope you enjoy this sort of intro segment, sort of just gives a synopsis of the episode, and um, I guess you'll enjoy this next part of the episode, thank you so much to David for producing it, shout out, shout out, shout out, so grateful, um, I really hope you enjoy the intro song, and let's get right back into Life of Lamb, yo! I think the main goal for this is just perspective, perspective. Don't dwell on, on things you've done in the past too much because they are part of the reason why you are who you are. Look on the bright side of, of uh, situations that don't look so good. Try and see a bright side or look at it from a different angle. The best thing for me to do is not feel guilty about the position of privilege I'm in, but it's to use it. What do you have to say for those years? As we tee off.
1: I mean, if you're not listening to Life with Lamb, then there's
0: something seriously wrong with your life. You're missing out. Perspective. Perspective. That's that's life. That's life. Life Life with Lamb. Yeah, Life with Lamb. Yeah, exactly. I'm excited. I'm very excited. Welcome back to another episode of Life with Lamb. today. I'm here with Kevin Vo. How are we going?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm good. I'm a bit rusty. haven't (laughs) haven't touched the (laughs) mic in a very long time and I feel really bad. But we're back. We're back in your ears. So thank you if you're tuning in still. And um, welcome, Kevin. Hello. Hello. (laughs) What's been happening recently? I feel like we haven't seen each other in a little while.
1: Mm. I guess just being on break, taking like a mental reset with everything. Yeah. Just going to vietnam i'll go to vietnam next week as well so. oh damn what yeah so you're in and out because you just came back from vietnam Yeah, I came back and going back there again for with the whole family but yeah just been having a good break i guess because loki needed it
0: yeah fair enough in yeah. terms of like uni and and everything yeah, like yeah. having a break from that or just st- i'm
1: still working and stuff like that i gotta get money man <laughs> my accounts get so dry now but yeah yeah fair enough working in having a break pretty much yeah do nice stuff as well.
0: and how have you found it you've said you've wanted it as a mental reset mm. I'm sure it can be very <laughs> relieving I, I, was, I, I for one was very close to taking a break from uni really
1: I think everyone is like sometimes I was at that point where they're like I feel like oh shit I need to have a break or maybe they drop a unit or something I think that's pretty standard nowadays I think ever since mm. covid everyone's like bit of a seebes yeah especially
0: when everything's <laughs> online but yeah I don't know what can you do I guess yeah yeah but
1: Tell us a bit about yourself. Um, well, I study at Deakin. <laughs> I study commerce. <laughs> <laughs> I study commerce and I'm majoring HR management. Yeah, so I'm pretty keen for that. Looking for an internship later this year as well, so...
0: Well done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, it's been, it's been a while, but... Um, tell us a bit about, like, what you've been
1: doing on your break and everything. On my like- break. Um, I guess... I try to spend more time with my girlfriend, I think, especially with like part of being part of being like president. D say, I think there's a lot of time where I actually had to like spare time, but there's times where I feel like, okay, I gotta sit down and like have fun with her. Cause like sometimes I don't do that. That's why in a way I, I took this union break as well. Cause I felt like doing four units, I could have done two units, but I think, I feel I was just too stacked that time and I had work and recently moving houses as well so i felt like i had to like not do uni for this trimester i'll be back into it next try which would be end of july but i think i'll be like more mentally prepared Mm, because like there's so much like happening so i'm like oh i gotta chill down
0: yeah literally it's so good that you're able to um take that step back as well because i think a lot of us are very much like no get thrown into uni yeah yeah, yeah. high school and
1: like oh i think i was talking to this one girl She's Monal's friend. Mm, Yeah, but she like she took two units. Like she's she stopped doing two units and still doing two units. You know what I mean? So she took a half one. But it's like so much better if you think about it. Because like, why would you want to do four units and do average when you can do two units and do well on it? And then just just extend your course by like two years or something.
0: Yeah, exactly. I guess some people. uh, I for one like my girlfriend. She's very much like okay, I gotta do this and that and uh, like. I'm sure I'll get Isaka on very soon but yeah. <laughs> you get <Isaka> on yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay stay tuned um, she's she's got her head like screwed I- screwed in and mm. everything and I, I guess I thought fo- yeah I- I'm just there like holy shit trying to juggle four subjects and everything. Mm. So I'm taking a winter intensive. And oh, yes, yes, yes. That just started today, actually. Yeah. So wish me luck, everyone. Yes, good luck. <laughs> 10 days worth <laughs> of work. A whole subject being learnt in 10 days. So um, all the best to me. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, I think it's just so important that you're able to mm. navigate that and um, ensure that you're
1: prioritising your mental health which is yeah, I mm. commend you for Thank it, Kevin. You. Thank you. <laughs> Would you recommend it? Would I recommend it? Um, I guess it's it's kind of like just based on some people. Like if some people don't really have, not to be mean or anything, but if most people don't have like much going in their lives or anything, and they really want to just you know get into jobs and like really do well, I think not really because I feel like you could just easily do your course, finish it, do well, and get into it. But I feel like there's definitely a lot of people who like kind of rush into it. And then do average, and I feel like, yeah, that's not... Because you want to do well. Like, you know, even though my teacher back in high school said, please get degrees, I feel like... <laughs> I feel like i are going to do well as well in uni if you want right. to, like, get a, like, a pretty good job at the end. Yeah, yeah,
0: definitely. Um, You've been moving house. Yes.
1: Talk to us about that. How has that been? Moved from Point Cook to Sunshine. Um, I was such a Point Cook boy. I think there's a difference. I think moving to Sunshine, I could definitely tell that I don't belong here. Because, <laughs> I don't know, it's just like... Like, I'm just not a Sunshine, bro. I'm definitely, like, a Point Cook boy where I really like going out late at night and not getting jumped or anything. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, Sunshine. <laughs> but yeah, no, I just, I feel like um Point Cook was such a nice vibe because it's so friendly, so homely. I had, like, we had really good neighbors back there as well. They're really mm. nice to us. But Sunshine just, like, really, like, closed off, I guess. Like, oh, is it? But it's just mainly, maybe it's just my community. Maybe I'm sure there's other, like, neighbors out there who's really nice and stuff like that. But um, moving houses was a bit hard like talked to you before but um grandpa passed away right when we moved houses so my mom my brother and sister went to vietnam and my dad and i had to stay home we had to do the moving we had to like dig up the dirt and like apparently if we didn't do it within the month we'd get fined from from the from the area because we had to plant like two trees at the front of the house and so if we didn't do that in time then we'd get fined so, yeah, my dad and I had to, like, do work, plus Mia on the side, who kept pooping everywhere and peeing everywhere. Yeah. Who's Mia? Mia is my dog. Is very Thank cute. Damn, imagine I didn't say that. <laughs> yeah. It's just, dad, <laughs> it's just another is best- girlfriend. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's just peeing. So we had to look after her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. She's seen
1: her at my party, my 18th birthday party. I watched the 21st. 21st, yes. She was so drunk. Oh. I'm not me, not me, my girlfriend. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay.
0: Sorry, what, what is happening?
1: Cute little pug. Yes, very, very cute. Very like cute. size of the hand. Yeah, two hands. Two, two hands, hands two now. Hands, oh, she's yeah, grown. Yeah, she's very cute. Yeah, she <laughs> is very cute. I think if we look, if we, I, if I really look at her, like even though pugs are a bit ugly, she's not really ugly.
0: She's a very cute pug. She's actually a very yeah. cute
1: pug. I thought. Yeah, definitely. Um, how's your family? Uh, well, we're, we're okay. I think mm. we It's definitely getting better now. Mm. But I think. It would definitely like go a little bit di- back down when we go to Vietnam you know because like my mom's really emotional at the moment yeah like I can't say anything yeah, she's emotional so mm. and my dad's just trying to be there with her and like we're all trying to be there with my mom so
0: yeah I guess uh, I don't want to dive too deep into like mourning and everything but how are you finding it and what's your take been on oh, it?
1: I think it was really hard for me to like mourn at first because at the time when he passed away, it was Jaffe interviews as well. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, so, like, I had, I had different things on my mind. But I think, were you there when we had that meeting? That meeting? We have a few meetings. Um, It <laughs> was a meeting where I kind of just, like, spilled to everyone saying that, you know, I don't think you're there. I don't think you I, I, I miss all the important ones, man. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I kind of just spilled to everyone saying that, you know, I'm not doing that well. Mm. Didn't have time to mourn. It was crazy because, like, like other people were going through the same thing as well so I kind of like felt comfortable like that I could like say it to them as well so but yeah I think now it's a bit okay sometimes I do think a bit about him you know Yeah, who definitely. doesn't think about like their grandpa when they pass away and like yeah that, so.
0: it, it is pretty rough and um I think death is unfortunately sometimes uh like a wake up call to, yeah it is it's always um, is. yeah to be a bit closer to your family and uh, I guess every day we have to Keep moving forward and make sure that we keep our loved ones close to us, and make sure we spend some quality time with them as well. Yeah. I think that's something that I'm starting to learn as I get older and older. And yeah. you know, there's a, a
1: song that I really like by Alexander Twenty Three, not Jeremy's, like <laughs> not Jeremy's, <like laughs> but it's called um, it's uh, uh, it's something about growing old where he says that um, sometimes when you grow old. The people close to you don't grow old with you, mm. and so basically, it, was, it it was a song about I think he was talking about like his friend who passed away when he was twenty eight, and so I think that still ties in with like maybe like because I had a friend who as well when I was like, uh, when I was in twenty nineteen I think twenty nineteen twenty eighteen I had a friend. How who passed, old are you? Twenty one. Yeah, you're yeah, twenty one. But in so, in twenty nineteen, so three years uh, ago. Yeah, I had a friend. Not three years ago. Wait,
0: tw- it's twenty twenty two.
1: 2018 no, 20, 20, 2019 2019 2020 21 four years <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I just fucked
0: up my years online
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. 20, so in the year 2019, yes okay much, uh yeah he passed away and it was like a major shock because he was only like at the at the your time. friend yeah he was he was 17 years old and so and then oh, oh <laughs> someone in Suzanne mm. Su- I had a suicide incident So That was another hard one I feel like I think ever since, 29- ever since 2019 Like that year When I had my friend pass away I felt like Like damn And then when I heard about it again With the suicide And then I think cause During that year in 2020 we had, There was actually quite a few suicides Because obviously Because of COVID Yeah COVID and lockdown, Like people like Staying home Stuff like that
0: And I think the main takeaway Is probably just Keep close to your mates yeah. Make sure that You understand that each day could be your last. Yeah. As not pessimistic as that sounds, not promised, yeah, right. exactly. Tomorrow is definitely not promised. And yeah. um, treat people with kindness because you never know whether the last words that you said yeah. that were probably that could have been mean, um, could have been the last words that you said to someone, and yeah. that's like not a guilt that I ever want to have. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm very conscious not to, um, yeah, I guess upset people in that way because mm. yeah, it's very very sad when people pass away. Of course. Yeah. Um, anyway, that was a very <laughs> intense five, <laughs> ten minutes intro. Uh, welcome to Life With Lamb. you <laughs> say that now? <laughs> no, sorry. Sorry, I don't mean to laugh, laugh at this. Anyway, Kev, we've been friends for two years, and yeah, I want a full rundown of your childhood. What were you like as a kid? <sighs> what were you like growing up? Because I haven't got this
1: spiel yet,
0: and this uh, is why you're on.
1: Well... I was actually a menace. I was such a menace. I like... You know when I took the photo of, like, my car in front of yours? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's... That, that photo is d- just, disgusting. Just, like. just imagine that. But, like, when I was younger. <laughs> 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 no, nah, but, like, um, I remember... Like, there's, there's, like, a few things I think my parents always remember about me. But, like, one thing was, like, I was on a leash... Mm. younger Because I couldn't Stop running away Like I just kept Running everywhere Oh you're the you're like, like, like physical those, leashes those Actual leashes yeah. Oh my god I, I f- was like one of those kids where no I Just way. like running around And like cause so much trouble There was one time when I was younger There's actually like been So many times Where I could have died When I was younger But it didn't happen But like there was one time Where at a friend's um, factory Because they just Bought a factory They were like Trying to make a new company And we are like There to celebrate with them And I was really young at the time I was probably like 5, 6 or something but then I, I disappeared for like like five minutes and I didn't know where I was. And then suddenly the electricity went off. And they're like, what the fuck? So they went to the electricity box and it was me playing around oh with electricity. Oh my
0: God. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I was just like that really... And I was like, even when I grew older, like I was still I had that so much energy. And I mm. like... And like my parents couldn't handle it. And that's why they got me into footy. They're like, okay, we got to get you to do something. We can't let you stay home. So they put me on the overfield and I just did my thing from there. Yeah, so AFL grew up. Very sporty person. Yes. Talk to us a bit about that. Started AFL. Cause you start AFL under tens, I think, under nine. You start very young. Yeah. I wish I played footy. But I started when I was eight. Cause they wanted me out of the house as soon possible. I started when I was eight. Menace. <laughs> so yeah, I think when I first started, I was so chubby. there's literally a photo of me and i just look like i'm like like those elephants just stomping (laughs) the was just really chubby and my my coach that i had at the time his name is billy i i I adore him so much and i like i look up to him especially as a coach but like yeah he was he was there from the start when i was eight years old and so he coached me from eight to like 16 jeez yes eight years huge part of your life but yeah i played footy a lot um played for Point Cook Bulldogs first and then moved to Century Lakes and then from Century Lakes moved to Hillside Sharks and then Hillside Sharks to Hoppies and from Hoppies I haven't played since since 2019.
0: And what kind of level are we talking
1: about? Like pretty high or just yeah, like? Division 1. Damn pretty, it. Since, since, I think you start doing Division since year 11 so since year 11 to under 18s.
0: Yeah fair um, what was your growth like as a person from year 8? Oh, years eight till however old you are in year eleven. Yeah, footy term,
1: on field, off field. Ah, uh, oh, talking about when I was younger. The first time I kicked the footy went backwards. <laughs> I was so shit at kicking the footy, and my dad had to like, like some nights would take extra days. Like we'd go to like one of his friends who know how to play footy, and they would teach me how to kick. And because at the time I didn't know which foot I kicked with, but then I felt most comfortable kicking my left, so mm. I started kicking my left. But even then, like. My kicking was horrible. Like, I couldn't... I, I, like, there's moments where I could run in, get the ball and kick it, and I'd be fine. But then there's moments where, like, when I'm straight in front of goal, I just shank it. <laughs> it just goes in a point. And also, it was more like, in a way, I think like, it was definitely a mental thing, mm. me tr- trying to kick goals. But later down, like, it just got better, so...
0: Mm. Nice, nice, nice. But rough kid. Yeah, I
1: was a rough kid as well. You were a Ta- rough kid. I was a rough kid. Do you want to talk a bit about that? <laughs> I love tackling. I love tackling. It's, it's such a great sport, like, great part of the sport when you get to tackle other people and you just... Get him in the ground. But um, obviously, when I got older, I'm much smaller. <laughs> so I couldn't tackle. So the best thing I could do was just bump other people and just like, just weave through them.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Um, What did you learn about yourself playing footy?
1: What did I learn? Um. Oh, well, I think this is something that my dad taught me. And it was after one of our games. But one time, someone tackled me. And it was like, it was a ball up, you know, when they throw the mm, ball up. Yep. And the guy spit on my back. I, and I was like I was like to the ref Like you just spit on my back He just spit on my back And like guy didn't say anything And so my dad I told my dad And my dad's like Next time you, you never take anything from anyone And so ever since then Whenever someone does something to me I don't care if I get a yellow card Or a red card I, I go back at them <laughs> And there's so many videos That I like So many videos that I have Or just these moments Where they They tackle me after the, I kick the mm-hmm. ball And I just get up and just yeah, fair just, enough. Yeah, cuz I just don't want to take it as a as a really small Asian kid. Does not you don't see a lot of Asian kids playing footy, and it's a small one as well. Like I just I shouldn't be taking anything from anyone.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um you're part of a academy, right? Or a squad? Oh, a
1: few, yeah. Oh, a few. Okay, <laughs> just pulls out the list. <laughs> um, I was a part of the. Th- there was one thing I didn't mention actually, but I was a part of the North Melbourne Academy. Oh, okay, wow. Yeah, so it was. What, but you was, want to be playing for them at the uh, moment? <laughs> <know>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a St <security> Kilda fan, so. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I was part of North Melbourne Academy. There's also the Western Buddhist one that I didn't make. Mm. But my a few others did, but yeah, these academies are mainly just like sessions for us to train with like more professional people, pretty much. Yeah. Nice. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Uh, what else did you do at school? Or did you consider yourself a bit of a like jock and like, oh, well, super I think energetic kid? F- for
1: Suzanne Corey, I was, I was definitely a jock. Mm. But um, I think being a part of Suzanne Corey, like... Oh, yes, I went to Suzanne Corey High School. Mm. Yes. But um, a part of, being a part of Suzanne Corey definitely made me explore different things. Mm. And I think one of them was um, music. So I think I, I had a friend named Aaron... And I saw him play the piano once, and I was like, "Oh my god,
0: that looks <laughs> so good!" Like, like piano like, players are mesmerizing. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> coming coming from a
1: piano player uh, myself, but uh, he also played yeah. violin as well. And so Dude, I just that's I, was like, I looked at him all the time when he was like in the in the auditorium just playing the piano, and I would just listen to him. And I was like, "Damn, I really want to like play music as well." So that's why I picked up guitar and piano. So, like, obviously, I didn't want to take lessons because they're expensive. So, I just like learned from YouTube. So,
0: <laughs> I mean, that's probably the way to go at the moment. Yeah. Because, like, the amount of tutorials and, like, sheet music that you can sort of purchase is like, you probably don't need, like, you might need a couple lessons here and there. And unless you're doing, like, AMEB, which is the grading system for yeah, piano. Yeah, it's yeah I, like tot- I totally know that. <laughs> <laughs> you totally know. Just not, just not, just not. Yes. <laughs> um, it's the the grading system for, like, if you want I to, I don't know, perform or, like, excel in, like, the art of learning an instrument. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, like, where you go to. But if you're just, like, wanting to learn casually, whip out a party trick. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> look, <laughs> Justin Bieber's new song. <laughs> 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 like, yeah. Oh, I, 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 saw
1: I saw you play a uh, glimpse of us on piano. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was really nice. <laughs> it,
0: it's a very nice song. Um, I want to fully learn the melody to it. Oh, but, okay. Yeah, it's great.
1: It's great. How does it feel? How does it feel? Oh no. How does that, How does it Ah, uh, she doesn't feel great. Yeah. But I, I don't I don't like I, obviously I like the song. I, I
0: love the song. I can't like, but the, song, I can't you know. like yeah, the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little jazz like. Yeah. Uh, Joji, yeah. <laughs> Look, the piano's great, and the lyrics I yeah. can't really relate to because, you know. Yeah. Um yeah, love Zica. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, moving on <laughs> So, yeah, music And where did that take you? Were, were, when did you pick this up? Like,
1: it was year 9 you 9 year, nine, yeah. year 10 Yeah, nice Pretty much um, It was like, oh, it was like really an escape route for me Pretty much, just like going home And if I didn't want to be like At the time, when I was year 9 I actually never gamed I never gamed, I never touched any games And so, um, when I was really bored I would either go to the Oval I'll play the piano and I think kids and the guitar because we had the guitar as well. But at the time, we had a really shitty piano because it was my sister's one and she stopped taking lessons because she didn't like it anymore. Mm. But when I turned 18, my mom bought me a whole new piano set. So it felt nice. Shout out, mom. Shout out, mom. Yeah. So <laughs> I have a new piano and I always play the guitar occasionally. But yeah, just time for me to like kind of escape doing my thing and just yeah, like, chill. Nice. Do, make songs that I like very much. Make songs. No, make... You? I mean, like, play songs. Oh, I play head. songs. Okay, yeah, fair <laughs> enough.
0: Now, music, did that um, ooze into this school play that you...
1: Oh, uh, so... About? Well, yes, I did do the school play. And that was really just spontaneous. Obviously, when I was younger, watching movies, you really like actors and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But this, like, opportunity for two people to join the school play, and so those auditions, so I was like... I was like, oh, should I do it? So I just did it. And then later that... I think two days later, they sent a, like... Form saying that who made it to the whole school, whole school because like they, we had like a like a newsletter kind of thing, mm, that yeah, com- yeah. compass or something that everyone sees. Oh uh, yeah. And so they announced who got it, and I was there. And then like I think five minutes later, the people who were in the cast came up to my class like, oh my god, Kevin, you made it! I was like, oh my god, shit, fuck, man. <laughs> yeah. C- and I, I I was like decently close, like okay, close to them. But then I think through the school play, like obviously staying back after school, just learning the script and just like, yeah, there was this... The, the director asked me if English was my second language. Oh, no. Yeah. No, because, like, yes, English isn't my strong suit at all. Like...
0: Would you say would you say it is? Would, would you say it's equal to your Vietnamese? or
1: No, my Vietnamese is horrendous. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can talk a bit of it. I can understand it. Yeah. But, like, I'm not fluent at yeah. it at all. But English, obviously, I'm more fluent. But I think it's just maybe my accent or how I speak it. It's a bit, like... He, he questioned if god oh, damn system. yeah so I felt bad but obviously learning the script more and being okay with it it was really fun
0: yeah Um. And, you know, prior to that like you said you were like oh fuck it I'll
1: just do it any doubts in your head or did you it was out any- of like I made it or I didn't because school, school plays wasn't my thing anyways so yeah okay I just, like, fair enough I'll just have fun because I think this was year 11 yeah and so at the time I was like because I didn't I sad to say but I didn't really care about school yeah I just obviously I attended I tried my best and stuff like that that's all I can do try my best but I really just wanted to have fun and make the best of my school experience that's why in year 12 I did every sport every sport I and because because we had this like award system where they give you awards based on like how you did in specific like departments of music education sports and stuff like that and for three years I always got bronze or silver in sport so I got really mad even though I was like sport captain for one year so, I was like, that last year, I'm going to be play every sport, be captain on nearly every team. And so, I got the gold sport award. Yeah, <laughs> I just felt like, damn, this could have been given to me earlier.
0: <laughs> we love good characters. <laughs> <though. laughs> but, yeah. So, so as you it's, grew up, you
1: were never the kid to
0: be like, oh, what if, what if other people think, like, this is bad or, or this uh, is embarrassing? I, I, I
1: think, no, nah, definitely. I think it started in year 10. Mm. I think that, like, second thought started, like, it always does head. In year 10 It literally always does Yeah like, there's always in Like life. in high school Always like it's pops out of nowhere Yeah But yeah I think when I was younger I didn't care about anything I was careless That's probably why like I was so rough as a kid as well Like I didn't really care But then I think In year 10 I started getting feelings So
0: And how'd you combat that Or how do you learn To deal with that mm.
1: I think I'm really blessed To have really good friends I think Ever since year 9 Being good, Getting close with like My i call them d1s it's funny because the d1 <laughs> but the, the we, clubs no no no, no, no. but <laughs> no. they, they called my day ones yeah yeah and so d1 for sure and stuff like that but yeah they've been with me since year nine and like i hold them really close because they're the only people they've been the only people who are, like being there the whole time mm. like you know i obviously my parents are there my family's there but well, sometimes it's hard to talk to my mom and dad sometimes it's hard to talk to my sister and brother and so, my, my boy's always there for me.
0: Yeah, and that's what friends are for, I guess. It's mm. it's so nice and fulfilling when you find, like, the right group of people yeah. that I'm are really by blessed. your side the whole time. Yeah, exactly. Sweet!
1: Um, and then, post-high school, oh. how was that? How was that? So, So once, uh, when 2020 started, I just got, uh, it was a breakup, pretty much, mm. so so 2020 started, and I just got broken up, and I was, like, really upset and stuff like that. And this is when, like, COVID started coming as well. And so everything was inside, and I was like, oh, fuck, I don't know what to do anymore. Um, But I think for that year, it was actually, even though, like, everyone was inside, I felt like I just had, surprisingly, one of the best years. Because it was such, a, like, huge growth for, growth for me. I really had to sit down, because I, obviously, when I was younger, I had no feelings. I didn't care about anything. I feel like, as I grew older, that's not going to jail well with anyone and so I had to sit down and really like work on myself mm. I really took a year off from like girls in general I was like I'm just not, yeah working on yourself yeah I'm just work on myself and so I think that year was such a like big year for me pretty much but yeah I did things like rice that I mentioned before I did things like rice um which helped me like dance more that's one of the things that i did at rice was dancing
0: what is rice for the listeners
1: rice is actually i have it here yes. we, we were googling it pre-show yes, go. it's called
0: the renewal interchurch evangelism movement which sounds very full-on but please yes. give us some insight
1: so rice is pretty much about um it's a group of people who who like educate and help kids become more passionate to god i'm not christian myself like i mentioned before i'm not christian i'm not catholic i don't i don't really follow um, religions in a way but um yeah it just it whatever you did or like however you did it it was kind of like a connection to god and pretty much that's how they ran things and so they did things like um art they did things like music choir and they did dancing and dancing was the thing i was a part of pretty much
0: Nice. What what inspired you to join it, and where did you find or well, come across?
1: So, rice? um, her name is Amelia, Amelia Vu, and at the time she she went to Suzanne as well. wasn't close with her at all. But um, if, I don't remember. I think there was one time where um they were filming uh advertisement for the rice, and they they wanted me to dance for it, and so there was another girl named shanaine She's a dancer from Suzanne. We did the we did the video. And it was really nice, and I was like, it was like the first time I got to like hang out with Amelia and Shanae properly. That's her name, Shanae, the dancer. And I guess I just got more interested into it. And then there was another guy named Denzel, who I got really close with. He because like we were the only three Westsiders, Amelia, Denzel, and I, and we just got really close because we were all three from dancing as well. And so I think that's what really connected me with them. And even though it was online, it just felt like I. I it's really hard to say it now, but like it just felt really godly, kind of like the experience, like. Mm. Um, these emotions and like have these words with like really like get in depth with these people pretty much. Yeah, I nice. never knew before. I never knew who they were. And just now I just know so much about them.
0: Yeah. So this is all during like COVID. And yeah, this is during COVID. So Damn. I was get really shocked. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, And then did that inspire you to like delve into other projects or like initiatives and things like that?
1: I think RICE... I think Rice, what it d- did so well for me was since that year where I was, like, learning mm. and not, not, like, learning about myself, I think it was such a good year for Rice to be a part of my life. I haven't done Rice since 2020, but um, I don't know. It, just, it I guess it just helped me in the process of learning more about myself and mm. just kind of, like, become myself more, pretty much, who I really wanted to be.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Because you were still, I guess, like, coping with the breakup and, yeah. and everything. D- did you find that Rice was, like, a huge part of...
1: It was it was definitely a part of it, that part, yeah. yeah it was definitely part of it, but there's, like, heaps of things happened in 2020, so... Yeah, 2020 was, like, the most uneventful, but eventful
0: year of all time, I swear.
1: Yeah, yeah, very true, because definitely DSA started
0: as well. Yeah. <laughs> DSA started that year as well, so... Yeah, nice. And we will delve into that a little bit. Did DSA happen before or after DILP?
1: dope dope Uh, it happened... DSA happened technically after Delp, okay. Technically, <laughs> and yeah. delve into one of those two. I I'd probably go Delp first. Okay, so Delp technically was for me meant to start at the start of twenty twenty, mm-hmm. but then COVID happened. Yeah, so they had to cancel the program for the whole year. So I didn't like, yeah. Just, even though I was a part of Delp, it was like it wasn't there for whole twenty twenty, but I did it in twenty twenty one technically.
0: Nice, yeah. and for the listeners there, Delp. D.I.L.P. is the Dual, Dual Identity, Identity Leadership Program. Yes. Um, I'll probably pop their Instagram in the show notes because yeah. I've actually been following them for a little bit. Oh, really? Yeah, I have. Oh, uh, cool. I know a couple of people there, and I'm like interested to get a couple of them on the podcast. Oh, damn! Be, uh, That's nice. exciting because they seem like they're making quite big waves in the community. Yeah, they are. I think yeah, they definitely on. Um, and
1: what what is this program? I guess. Uh so it's pretty much a program that kind of like one explores your heritage a bit more like kind of dive more deep into it especially being like second gens or like most of us being second gens like it's predominantly yeah. Asi- asian? Yes, yes, predominantly, predominantly yeah. Asians and it's like kind of just helps us dive into our heritage pretty much yeah. Hmm. But um it, the other aspect is kind of like like kind of mm, improve your leadership skills, kind of help you like um yeah, kind of help you with your leadership skills and it helps you like Become a better leader. I guess that's just, <laughs> that's Fair just enough. like the vibes of it, pretty much. And who introduced you to DILP? Uh, her name is Elizabeth. She was school captain of Suzanne Corey in 2016. She, I was like a huge fan of her. Like she was a huge role model to me. And then when 2019 finished, like I was a low key shocked that she came up to me asking me to join DILP as well. She asked another person as well, but I was like, like, damn, I was really shocked. So I really wanted to do it and really wanted to like be a part of it. And what's surprising, though, is that I was actually one of the last few candidates that they picked. Like, they had a pool of people, pretty much. Like, had, they had picked 30 of how many people were in the class at the time. And I was, the like, probably the last one to get picked. <laughs> Which I got really upset about. I was told about this during the retreat that we had for Dope. Oh, uh, no. But yeah, it kind of just motivated me to put more work to DELP then. Okay. Because nice. like, obviously, Elizabeth, like, everyone looked up to Elizabeth as well. Like, Elizabeth has done a lot of things for like DELP and like a lot of, for VSA as well. She's a part of VSA. Mm. But I just felt like I was such a letdown if I didn't like do something with my time at DELP. So I wanted to prove the people who picked me last that I could do something.
0: Yeah, nice. Um, And what has DELP, I guess, provided you in terms of, I want to talk about your asian heritage because i know like a second generation mm. asians we really get sort of lost in the source lost in the um white school yeah like predominantly white people schools um though, so it's kind yeah of and and then it doesn't help much when we go into uni and it's exactly yeah. the same as all, well. and especially now with covid the pandemic and international students not being able to come into campus and everything i feel like uh a lot of multiculturalism has started to fall out of melbourne especially so i feel like dilp is a very important program yeah um how is it how has that all like reconnected you to your background and yeah
1: talk to us a bit about that so like there's there's a session that they have at retreat which is really enlightening as well it kind of teaches teach you about the vietnam war pretty much and like how um like the people who the refugees how they had to deal with it and stuff like that and like but the thing is like it's hard in a way for me to kind of understand that because both my parents aren't refugees they flew here and they're really comfortable in a way they didn't have much money that's not the most comfortable part but when they kind of dive into like how refugees had to do it and how like you know pirates kind of invaded their ships and they did a lot of bad things stuff like that you kind of like feel a lot of sentiment to these people but also they've like done so much to get to australia and they've made it such a huge community you kind of just want to like and it's also really important to understand because if you don't like preserve that heritage then it's just going to get lost especially in australia mm. and so like what they do so well is kind of just like teach you about this heritage teach you about like you know, what your parents did, what their parents did and stuff like that.
0: And, like, we're, uh, grounding you again, like, yeah. from where you came from. Because, my roots, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's so hard to get lost in the movement. And, like, <laughs> I, I think I'll openly admit this. At one point in my life, I was, like, internally racist to, like... Oh, damn. <laughs> no, like, honestly, to, um, like, Asian people. And it's, like, it sucks. Like, I look back at it and I'm, like, why did I... Mm. Why did I think that, like... I remember a moment, specifically, my grandpa, he was slurping... <laughs> his food and it's just like slurping. He's like this, like it's so so stupid. I sit next to him at the dinner table uh, yeah, for yeah, context, yeah. um, and homie was just slurping in my ears and like I would just get so triggered by it and I was oh, and then I look back at it now I'm like D- homie's just trying to eat. Yeah. <laughs> like, like you
1: know, probably in Japan it's good to slurp. Yeah, it is good yeah, to slurp and funny. stuff. But
0: I, I don't know. I don't. I still to this day don't know why I got so upset by it. But it happened. I'm only up to it Mm. and I'm not going to complain about something so like minuscule as well. Like I love my grandpa and like Mm. everything that he does for our family. So yeah, I don't know. It's just a bit of an insight there. (laughs) Yeah, it's strange because yeah, like as an Asian Australian growing up in high school, like I never had access to like DSA or like Mm. all these other Asian committees, And then all of a sudden coming to uni and then all these clubs pop out yeah pop up and it's like it's like a really good thing to see actually like seeing all these asians that might have been more sheltered or more quiet and introverted at, in high school. high school coming out of their roots and going yeah. clubbing and you know <laughs> raving and muzzing and xyz to uh like hard, hardstyle or like that's not me I don't <laughs> that. <laughs> whatnot. but I, I don't know i've just seen like a really big rise in like the Asian population like a predominant like a predominant amount of my friends right now are like Asian Mm. because of like all these opportunities at uni as well so it's exciting
1: true yeah (laughs) (laughs) I think I've always been surrounded by like the Asian community Mm. but in like primary school like that's when I was like full of like Tongans, Samoans Mm. like obviously white people Muslims and stuff like that so obviously like I got lost there but then when I went to Suzanne but even in Suzanne oh my god wait (laughs) So, you know how my Vietnamese are so bad, yeah? In Suzanne, <laughs> no, I don't because I don't understand huh. Vietnamese. <laughs> in Suzanne people actually teased me for how bad my Vietnamese was. Mm, oh, yeah, I got wrong. really upset. That I is got very really awful. upset. I, I, was actually, I think I was actually the worst at Vietnamese. Out of everyone who was Vietnamese there. Yeah, in I, home, in I, I had
0: a situation where I was doing a summer intensive and someone in my breakout room was like, oh, I can speak Cantonese. I was like, oh, me too. And then I started talking to her and she's like, yo, Cantonese is really bad. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, okay, awesome. Like,
1: damn, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's unlucky, I mean, I mean,
0: man. I thought mean, I, mean, I was doing my family a favor by, like, at least knowing a little bit because my brother's absolute dog shit. Oh, is, like, he, yeah. he, he, he speaks in a Chinese dialect but in English. Oh. He's like, can you get. <laughs> it's just the most racist thing <laughs> of all time. But uh, <laughs> Sorry, Brendan. <laughs> Like, like, love you, but... <laughs> and I just... I look oh at god.
1: him, and I look at my grandma, and I'm like, god damn it. <laughs> like, I'm <laughs> so... Your, your grandma and grandpa knows a bit of English. Yeah, I, I'm
0: I'm really impressed. Like, my, my grandma is really good at English. Not mm. so much grandpa, but grandma is really, really good at it. Because mm. she, she had to work from... Like, she had to work her way up. So, she, obviously, she'd have to go to a job that was predominantly English speaking. Mm. So, she learned a lot there. But mm. we've been talking recently, and she's like, My English is getting bad because I don't, I'm not surrounded by it 24 7. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. It's hard in Australia. Like, it's an English speaking country. So, mm. it. I feel like you lose a lot of your sense of cultural worth. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: Well, like, I, there's a story about my dad where he's like, this was like a really long time ago when he first was here, but he was on a bus and he was talking Vietnamese with his friend. And then there was this white guy who was like, stop talking, stop talking another language, start, stop talking English. This, this, obviously at the time, this was like, you know, obviously racism wasn't like crazy. Cause, like people just kind of let it fly. Mm. Uh, I feel like that was such a big moment for my dad. He was like, I'm in, in Australia, I can say whatever I want
0: yeah so. and that's how it should it, it yeah. should be like that everywhere I guess like mm. just because you don't necessarily know like know how to interpret and dice, uh, decipher like what someone else is trying to say like does it mean <laughs> yeah, you, you have to tell like them to ask them to yeah, speak exactly. English like, yeah. like do you have to listen in <laughs> no not at all um talk to us about DSA look mm. that's how we met yes. um You've been there since the very beginning. Yes, I have. Haven't been you? Here from the beginning. It's
1: been a wild ride. Three years. Yes. Three years. Three years. <laughs> <laughs> that has been a long three years. He's reminiscing for those listening on Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> He's just having to think. Yeah. Well, so, so, What did you say tell you about DSA? Well, DSA started from Zoom calls, pretty much. It was just like, well, actually, it first started from a love letter that someone said in saying that why isn't there like a Deacon Asian Club? And so. Uh, you both know them, but Giselle and Andrew made a group chat. And that's that's pretty much how it started, in a way. Like, we all started talking. Um, a lot of things happened that I probably shouldn't dive into, but a lot of things happened back We in, want the tea! A lot of things happened back in 2020. But then um there was, like, this really f- quote that we wanted to put into our membership card this year, but it was a bit too cringe. So, we were like, okay, we shouldn't do it. But the quote was like, oh, are we actually going to make it? Like, is DSA actually going to be a club? Now someone, someone said that a long time ago and so in a way like this year this is like last year was really hard for us obviously but this year we want to take major leaps with, with what we want to do and so this year we were kind of like thinking like damn we really made it we we're really here and so we really should take that opportunity to like do the best we can but yeah DSA started from nothing and now it's something so I, mean, I think I'm glad to be a part of that process from the start mm. I think a lot of people can't really say that they're there from the start like they're there when we first started and then now they're here but I think I'm glad to be a part of that process and being there, there at the start
0: and you are now the current president as yes, well. Yes, I am
1: the president. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I am the president. Why did you get so nervous? <laughs> yes, I am the president.
1: A lot of the times when, like, oh, yeah, I don't know. It's like sometimes I don't feel like the president, and sometimes I do. Mm. Yeah, yes. I guess it's pretty normal sometimes, I guess.
0: Yeah, I guess. Well, you're a great leader. <laughs>
1: Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no worries. You I learned it okay. from Delp. Don't worry. Was it? I'm I was hr so- manager in 2020 <laughs> yeah that's One. right
0: um what was what was your road
1: to president i guess started off as general i uh, started for general i think it's a general committee is it, is it? yeah i started gencom but then also uh, like when we first started when they first formed like people in the club was at the end of 2020 like 2020 was like we didn't do anything but I, mm. But did, we did have, like, an Among Us night. It's just really... It's kind of me now, but back then, it popped off so bad. Like, that's where we actually got our name out, pretty much. But from end of 2020, it became GenCom. And then midway through 2021, from GenCom to HR Manager. And then from HR Manager to Vice President, and then Vice President now. As nice. President. Yeah. that's That's been my road so far. It's a great journey. Yeah. <laughs> um, from the st- bottom. Literally from the bottom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is very true. He's yeah. started from the bottom. <laughs> no, <we're> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um,
1: what's next for you? What's next? Well, I'd love to be a part of DSA for the whole life, but I can't do that. Uh. <laughs> I think DSA is such like. I think any Asian club, you sh- we should always think about it as like a part of our lives, not our whole lives. Mm. Like, I think obviously, I want, I want to see everyone grow. I want to see how this club goes. But I think this is my final year. This should be my final year. I shouldn't do it another year. That's not how it should work. I should lay my ground and do whatever I can this year. And so next year, in a way, like, I'm putting all my work to this year. I can't, like, I can't, like, expect to do another year and be like, okay, I can redo it. It shouldn't be like that. I should be like, this is my final year. I'm going to put everything to it. I'm going to make sure that I leave a legacy behind so then people can easily work on it later. Mm. And so I guess guessing into next year... I want to be part of like DELP. I want to be part of that next year as well. I couldn't do it this year. I really wanted to, but obviously being president, I was like, I can't. I can't do it. I can't do DELP this year. But I want to do DELP next year. And when I start up some like programs, not programs, but like maybe some social impact stuff that I want to do maybe later down the line.
0: Yeah, nice. What would that consist of?
1: Well, I always wanted to be a social worker. Sometimes, but I feel like. Um, I feel like I really want to work in that, like, mental health department or maybe just, like, work within the Vietnamese community, kind of, like, improve the leadership. Just, it's it's in a way, it's almost like a, it's almost, like, dealt but this, maybe a little bit more steps, I guess, I don't know. But I wouldn't start my own program, that's impossible. I don't think I could do that. But just, like, do things for my community and just, like, make sure, like, especially the Vietnamese community that I'm a part of, like, we grow bigger and stronger. Yeah, together. love that. Mm-hmm. Um, where can people find you as well? What do you mean? so my <laughs> so <laughs> socials pretty much yeah. oh yes I yes I got the basics you know Instagram Facebook uh, they'll all be in the show notes for like okay
0: <laughs> yes. oh my god yes uh, it's been a while friends at um, Kev yes oh so now you're talking no <laughs> <laughs> wait I, like <laughs> I don't really want to promote my socials. yeah news. okay you let me know what you want in there Um. do you have any final departing words final departing words for the listeners, it sounds like I'm just gonna um, say what I think. Um, it sounds like you're very aware of like your boundaries and like what you're capable of, mm. and you listen to what your head wants. And I really respect that because I think a lot of people um, follow their heart a lot, and it gets them in situations where they can't necessarily wiggle out mm. and. It's very unfortunate, but, you know, you're taking breaks, you're saying no to things, but you're also saying yes to opportunities as well, and mm. I really admire that, and you. So. Thank you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no worries at all.
1: Um, Anything else? Well, you know, I did tell my brother I was going to the podcast, so... He said he wanted a shout-out. <laughs> shout-out. <laughs> shout-out to my brother, uh, J-Twan. Is <laughs> <J-twan. laughs> what he wanted me to say? J-Twan. <laughs> shout-out. But yeah, no, the thing is, like, my brother's always been there as well, so... I guess he's such a huge expert. In my life. Even though he's my half brother, he's he's such a big brother to me. So. Mm. Love to say it. Sh- shout out to my brother. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm I'm really rusty. Be sure to
0: follow at Life, life Podcast <laughs> oh my on God <laughs> on Instagram. Um, leave a like on the YouTube video, and please rate the show five stars on Spotify. Yes, as well. everyone like, should rate it five stars. Thank you very much, and give it a follow. Um, until next time, we'll see you later.
1: See you later, homies. <laughs>